What's up, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Hello Ghostly Podcast. I am going to be your one and only host. My name is Ryan, or Hello Ghostly, if you are searching for me across the interwebs. And we're back again with another fine, dabby, dozy episode of this gaming-related podcast. We're a little bit late on this week's episode because I did originally record this episode, but it didn't turn out too good, and some big gaming news came out after the episode, so I felt the need to come in and re-record everything. However, then I didn't have time to do the re-records, so I'm currently doing it on a Saturday once again, so it is a little bit frustrating. It's one of those things that happens, but hopefully I'll be able to get through this nice and easy breezy. Then we're going to go in straight to editing and hopefully get it uploaded today as well. We'll have to wait and see on that front. I don't know yet. But anyway, let's get into what I've been playing slash watching, shall we? I've been playing the same shizzle that I play each and every week, and that is currently Apex Legends, Yakuza 5, and Overwatch. I haven't really been playing much of Overwatch as of late. I've been jumping in now and then to maybe play an event or get a skin, but that is what I've been kind of playing. I also haven't been playing a ton of Apex Legends either because I finished up the grind for the Battle Pass. There is currently no events going on. There was supposed to be a Chinatown Market event going on, but they cancelled it for some reason. Maybe it's going to come later on down the line. We're going to have to wait to see on that front. I don't actually have the full details on why that was cancelled, so I don't know what the reasonings for that, but that was supposed to happen on March 30th and it did not indeed. Then I've been playing, like I said, Yakuza 5 is where I've been putting the main part of my focus. I'm on chapter 4 part 2, I think, possibly. The way they do chapters in that game is different to like prior games as well as it's kind of split up into like four different stories that interject within to one another. It's very similar to Yakuza 4 in that aspect because those two games do that. But then the other ones don't. They tend to have a very like linear chapter by chapter basis. But there is obviously twists and turns and there is other people's stories intertwined in. They do something like this with Yakuza 0 as well where they have two different characters that you play as and they kind of jump back and forth every three chapters. But that's mainly been what I've been playing. So I don't want to get into it too much because I play those every week as of late so we won't talk about that anymore let's get into what i've been watching though because i've been watching some tv shows i've been watching invincible on amazon prime video which is very good indeed if you don't know what it is it's about superheroes and it's gory and it's bloody it's made by the creator of the walking dead otherwise known as robert kirkman he made this and it's apparently a comic first you can check that out apparently the comic is very good and then amazon picked it up for a tv show and the animated show so far is very good i've watched three episodes out of four number four come out yesterday if i'm correct also haven't caught up on falcon and the winter soldier yet we've still got one more episode to get us all caught up there so that's another thing i've got to watch but i'm immensely enjoying invincible it's very good indeed and talking about that and talking about shows i want to briefly just go into disney plus because they've added some really cool content over there they've got 10 seasons of bob's burgers that have just been added my name is earl is another great show that's also been added recently i suggest you go on over to disney plus if you have the service because they've added so much stuff lately into both star and the core disney plus service so if you have disney plus that has also disney plus star then you'll be able to go and check out some really cool content because they're just adding stuff regularly and there's great stuff being added all of the time. But that's enough of that. Let's get into some gaming news, shall we? Because TT Games has officially confirmed that LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga has been delayed again. Sadly, this time it's going to be indefinitely. There is no release date in sight. They announced this on their official Twitter where they confirmed the news by saying the following... 
all of us at TT Games are working hard to get LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga the biggest and the best LEGO game. But we're going to need more time to do it. So that's very sad indeed because this game was originally supposed to launch last year in like springtime and then they were like yeah it's gonna come spring in 2021 but that's not happening again. I personally think this game is way overdue from being released. I think it's kind of frustrating that they have kind of been knocked down the fence constantly with this LEGO game. They could have released some really good content in between, especially it's kind of strange because TT Games are normally very good at pushing out games. They've done it very muchly indeed with these LEGO games, but they're obviously trying to go big or go home with this one. They are going for that home run and hopefully they do achieve it because I love the LEGO games. I am looking forward to playing this one with my family, so hopefully it comes sooner rather than later because there's not a ton of family friendly games available right now so it would be very good to have this come out at any point because there is so many video games coming out hopefully within the future and I don't want this to get lost within them. I just don't want it to get stuck and I hope this isn't another Warner Brothers delay into 2022 because they've had enough games get delayed out of 2021 that's for sure. Talking about delays, this next story isn't going to be about one because Cyberpunk 2077's multiplayer game might have been cancelled but also could not be cancelled because CD Projekt Red are confusing. They promised they wouldn't be confusing and then they went to be more confusing. So this comes from a recent held strategy update for the company with CEO Adam Kaczynski who said this... Previously, we hinted that our next AAA would be a multiplayer cyberpunk game, but we have decided to reconsider this now. Given our new, more systematic and agile approach, instead of primarily focusing on one big online experience or game, we are focusing on bringing online into all of our franchises one day. So from this first quote, it kind of sounds like they're bringing online into like Witcher and like maybe Cyberpunk in the future. It's not going to be a standalone game, but it's actually going to be a part of the game. I'm assuming this is to get some goodwill, but we'll have to wait and see because they do have to muddy things up. They have to add to the confusion with this next shiny new quote where they said the following. Regarding online, we are changing our approach. So we want to have online in our future games, definitely. But step by step. So we are working on specific features enhancing our single player games, but we are not working on releasing the next game as a big online experience. So we will be enhancing our single player games with online experiences. This makes no sense. You're saying, yes, we're going to add online to our games, but we're also going to add it into future games, but also not add it to future games, but also not add it into current games. It's just a whole bibbity babbly boopity boo. I don't know what's going on. But we need to figure this out, that's for sure. You need to sit down with yourself, Mr. CD Project Red, otherwise known as Adam Kaczynski, and you need to figure out what you're doing over there because I don't think you know. I don't think you fully understand what you're going to be doing in the future, and it's kind of frustrating. Anyway, he added lastly, Actually, we started working on online components over two years ago, and we just continue. The only change is that we continue to work on it, not as a main production line, but as a supportive production line together with our single-player productions. But we believe that our ideas, once they will be revealed, will be very exciting for gamers as an extra experience in our worlds which fits our single-player games. 
Again, doesn't make a lot of sense. Cyberpunk was an absolute mess. It sounds like they're going to add multiplayer to Cyberpunk later on down the line, but it also says that I don't know what's going on. I haven't got a clue. Basically, I don't know what's going on. They're adding multiplayer. They're not adding multiplayer. We'll have to wait and see if they add multiplayer. If you don't come out of this confused, then you're a very smart individual indeed, or you don't have a clue what's going on. Talking about things I do have a clue about, and that is Microsoft's Games with Gold for April because they have been announced and they are another stinky month. It's just a big old pile of stinky butt butt because they've got some games that I've never heard of and they're going to be available in April. Woo. So here's the list of games that will be coming with your Games with Gold subscription. So you will get Viking Wolves of Midgard and that will be available from April 1st until the 30th. It's meant to be Diablo-esque. So that but Vikings. Then, Truck Racer Championship will be available on April 16th till May 15th. Dark Void will be available from April 1st to the 15th. And then Hard Corpse Uprising will be available from April 16th to the 30th. It is a pretty rubbish month, again, for Xbox's Games for Gold. It's the normal thing. We should be used to this by now. I'm personally very frustrated because you've got Sony over here going, look at all these deliciously wonderful games that you'll get to play with your PlayStation Plus subscription. You're not just paying for the servers, but you're also paying for some video games. That's very nice indeed. Also, Sony's stuff is cheaper too. Like the 40 quid a month is cheaper than Xbox's Life's Gold, if I'm correct. So it's also cheaper over there but they also get better games. It's very frustrating. It's clear as day where Microsoft's money is going and where Sony's money's going. Sony is clearly going to buy these things for PlayStation Plus for their players. And then Microsoft is clearly investing into Xbox Game Pass. That's clearly where their money is going. They're providing games over there. One thing I don't fully understand is why we still have to pay for multiplayer in video games because they made it free to play, but those servers are still got to be paid for by someone. You've got games like Overwatch, which still does microtransactions like a free-to-play game, but you can also not play it with the new update when that eventually rolls out. It's kind of frustrating. I don't understand it. I would probably get rid of my Game Pass Ultimate subscription and go down to just Game Pass if it wasn't for needing to play multiplayer with Overwatch. I would just go because everything else I play is free to play, so I'm not really interested so much in the multiplayer side of things. I do hope that eventually the Xbox Game Pass will take over and Xbox Live Gold will go the way of the dinosaur in the near future. We'll have to wait and see on that front. Hopefully, it's sooner rather than later, though. Talking about going the way of the dinosaur, Sony has now sadly confirmed that it will be closing the stores for PlayStation Vita, PlayStation 3, and PSP console coming this summer, which is actually very sad indeed. They did publish an FAQ on the topic to kind of go into some things, and the FAQ is available under the important notice regarding PlayStation products and services portion of the PlayStation website, so if you want to go check that out, that is where you can locate it, but I'm going to break down the important bits for you here anyway, so you don't necessarily have to do it, but they said the following regarding the closures. We are closing PlayStation Store on PlayStation 3 consoles on 2nd of July 2021 and on PlayStation Vita devices on August 27th, 2021. Additionally, the remaining purchase functionality for PSP, which is PlayStation Portable, will also retire on, on the 2nd of July, 2021. I'm personally very sad about this. They did say, though, that players would still be able to re-download and play previous purchased games 
or other content from those services as well as redeem games and PS Plus vouchers on those platforms. You will also be able to get a refund on any remaining credit in your current PSN wallet or you'll be able to use it on PS4 and PS5 games. If you do want to find these games to be able to re-download them, they will be in the download list section so you'll be able to go there and download any games that you do own but any future purchases will be null and void. You will not be able to do any of them in the future. You'll just have to buy your PS4 or PS5 credit stuff. It's kind of sad. It's just really sad. I don't want to see this happen because it does kind of hurt backwards compatibility as well as the future of games. Think of all the great games that it's wiping out. You're getting stuff like the Danganronpa trilogy being removed. I'm pretty sure they're only on PlayStation Vita. I could be wrong. They might be on other things. They might be on PS4 now. I'm not sure if Chunksoft actually made ports for the PS4 and I skipped over it because I'd already played all three games. I might be wrong on that front. I'm pretty sure I would buy it though if they were on those platforms. But anyway, like games such as them will be going the way of the dodo they'll just be going bye bye and then there's so many great playstation 3 games that you might not have access to because you haven't purchased them for example if you don't own a copy of uncharted 2 and you don't buy it before the sun setting of the store then you won't be able to then go and buy that game or play that game ever again it's just lost unless obviously you play the collection so that's kind of a null in void mute point but that's not the point okay that's not the point game preservation is a real thing yo that needs to happen happen. I just wish more companies were actually taking this seriously and actually did it a little bit better. On to some more cheerier news, especially if you're on the Xbox side of things, because MLB The Show 21 will be coming to Xbox Game Pass on day of release. This was announced by Microsoft that the previous exclusive MLB The Show will be making its debut on the Xbox Game Pass later this April. They announced this via a recent Xbox Newswire post that reads as followed. We're delighted to announce that MLB The Show 21 is coming to Xbox Game Pass on day one and will be available on April 20th for Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S and Xbox One, as well as on Android phones and tablets via Xbox Cloud Gaming's beta for Ultimate members. Both MLB The Show 21, Xbox One and Xbox Series X slash Xbox Series S standard editions will be included with Xbox Game Pass so members will be able to play the best version of the game regardless of which console they're on. And with cross-platform play and progression, you can play against others online and earn and use content across the platform and generation you choose. So I'm assuming that's Xbox One to like Xbox Series X and Xbox Series X and then PS4 to PS5. This news is absolutely massive. This is so surprising because this game was an exclusive last year to Sony. And then MLB was like, no, 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 we want a bigger slice of that pie. And then Xbox was like, okay, let's come to Game Pass. We'll like slide you this delicious, tasty little check and then we'll be on day one. This is absolutely insane. If we see more games doing this, then it's going to be absolutely bananas for Microsoft. They are going and knocking it out the park between the MLB The Show 21. And then you have Outriders, both brand new games coming at release on Game Pass. Yes, they are smaller titles that probably would not have done better or well on those platforms. 
but it is very interesting and very cool to see this type of thing happen. I'm hopeful to see this happen more in the future. Fingers crossed it does that Microsoft is going out there and making more of these third-party exclusive things with Game Pass because it's only helping their player base save some money and also encourage some people to go towards Game Pass, which is also a very nice incentive for them indeed, especially when games are like 70 quid now on PlayStation, which is bananas. If I do say so myself, they have decided that games are £70, which is absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, I digress. Let's get on to something that is also ridiculous, but ridiculous in a good way, in a cool way, in a wickedy-wickedy-woo kind of way. And that is PS Plus games have been announced for April... And they are some absolute bangers. PlayStation just knock it out of the park each month with PlayStation Plus, And they have decided to do the same again this month with Odd World Soulstorm on PS5, Days Gone on PS4, and Zombie Army 4 Dead War on PS4. All three games will be available to download from April 6th until May 3rd for anyone with an active PlayStation Plus subscription. I'm personally hyped about this. I'm not really a big Sony kind of guy, but PlayStation are just crushing it lately with the PlayStation Plus, and I hope they continue to do so because it's nice to see them actually competing in some fashion against Microsoft because Microsoft has been knocking it out of the park lately, and seeing Sony pick up that bat and try to compete is very nice indeed. And on to our last news story of the day, Xbox's cloud gaming beta will also be getting a bunch of backwards compatibility titles of coming to mobile via the cloud. Xbox announced that they will be adding 16 backwards compat games to the Xbox Cloud Gaming Beta for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members. The full list of games are available right now and they go as followed. Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, Double Dragon Neon, Fable 2, Fallout New Vegas, Gears of War 2, Gears of War 3, Gears of War Judgment, that's a stinker, Jetpack Refilled, Touch Controls Enabled for that one, Cameo. Perfect Dark, Perfect Dark Zero, The Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind, The Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion, Viva Pinata with touch controls enabled on that one, that one I am very excited to try out myself, and then Viva Pinata Trouble in Paradise with touch controls enabled on that one also, I want to see how the Viva Pinata games play with touch controls. I bet that's pretty amazing. I bet those games are perfectly suited for those types of controls, and I cannot wait to personally try this out myself. I am very excited indeed for this. They did also confirm that more backwards compatibility games will be added to the service in the future, and this is just the first badge of games that will be available on the service. Again, game preservation is important. That is where I'm going to leave that news story. Get on out there. Go preservate those games, yo. I don't know what I'm saying. It's a crazy day, okay? But that is going to be everything for this week's episode of the Hello Ghostly Podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of this ramblings of this madman. I hope you're having an awesome week slash weekend, and I will catch you very shortly with another episode of this gaming-related podcast. But as always, I will catch you in the next one. But until then, ghostly out. Mm -hmm.